Hi everyone, my voice is back. <laughs> good morning. All I needed was a good night's sleep. God is good because he is the only one that can give us rest. This is Pray With Me, the daily podcast. So let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten. Now today I want to dedicate the podcast Uh, to a friend, um, an older gentleman named Fred, and Fred owns a liquor store. And uh, he's in his late 70s at least. Um, I don't think, he might be older, I don't know, but I know that his older brother and his sister work at the liquor store. It's a family liquor store. It has sustained them all their lives and they're wonderful people. I met him during the pandemic um, because somehow his little liquor store was open when nobody else was open. And I would go in for candy or cookies Um, you know, just something quick, you know, an occasional little sandwich. But anyway, he was always so lovely and he greeted me and I talked to him and I would spend a little time and we were both wearing masks. We didn't know what we, you know, each other looked like, but he was a great, great guy. Turned out to be a great, great friend because as I continued to come, Uh, like I guess over a two-year, now three-year period, Fred would occasionally gift me a bottle of wine. So he would give me one at Christmas. He gave me one at Valentine's Day. And just recently, he gave me one at Mother's Day. He's just an absolute doll. Gave me champagne on New Year's Eve. So a friend, someone I just love and adore without a doubt. Well, anyway, ran into Fred yesterday and he didn't make any eye contact with me. His head was down to the ground um, and it was outside the liquor store. So, you know, God is always working because I hadn't seen Fred in a minute, you know, since Mother's Day, a couple weeks, right? So anyway, I said, Fred, how are you? And he didn't look up. He barely waved. He didn't even really want to speak. And I said, Fred, it's Pamela. What's wrong? And uh, he said, oh, I was robbed. He said, they broke into my store. You know, we've been open many, many years, and we've never had any incident at all. And he said, you know, three gang members, you know, wearing hoodies, etc., broke into his liquor store and he was just gutted. So I said, Fred, and he believes in God. And I said, Fred, wait, wait, wait. I said, we have to turn this frown upside down. I said, when did it happen? He told me when. He said it was 3 a.m. in the morning. I said, okay, let's go there. I said, first of all, they broke into the store. It was 3 a.m. in the morning and nobody, not one of your family members, not you, and not a customer was in the store. Because I said, had they robbed it in broad daylight or any other time, that could have meant someone would have been harmed, injured, or even killed. 
So I told him, that's blessing number one, Fred. Come on now. Nobody was harmed. Then I said, secondly, I said, Fred, do you have insurance? He said, yes, of course I have insurance. I said, well, then Fred, that's what your insurance is for. You know, I said, did you have camera surveillance? He said, oh, yes, yes. You know, they, you know, we could identify them as best we could, but, you know, we don't know who they are. I said, well, you reported it to the police. I said, you gave it over to them. And I said, chances are, you know, a fool repeats his folly. So I said, they may be around town and do it again. If it was three of them together, then they may, you know, be walking around as three. And I said, you got to let God have it, Fred. Turn it over to him. I said, you're a good man. You're a sweetheart. You've been so good to me. I'm going to pray for you. And just again, turn it around and look at the blessings that no one, not his older brother, not himself, and not his sister was working at the time of the robbery because chances are they may have tried to do something to stop it and been in harm's way. And he said, you know, thank you, Pamela, because I am going to try to see the good in this. And he said, it's going to take about eight months for my insurance to kick in and everything that was taken will be replaced. I've already ordered, you know, a new front door you know, et cetera. And I said, there you go, Fred. I said, you're on the mend. I said, and that sin is now on their chest. And I said, let Jesus handle it. And I said, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. But most importantly, please, Fred, lift your heart. I want to see your smile again. And don't you know, listeners, he gave me a smile and a hug and while we were hugging he said yes you're right thank god amen had to share listeners you know how i am and oloris likes my stories be right back in a moment In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, and taking, as Jesus did, the sinful world as it is and not as I would have it, trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will so that I may reasonably be happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever in the next. Amen. Pray with me as I open up the Bible at the start of each day i lift my eyes to heaven and i most sincerely pray lord 
open up my heart and mind to hear these words today. I want to understand you, Lord. Please hear these words I say. These stories that were written so many years ago hold the way to my salvation. Your word has told me so. I thank you for my life, Lord, the blessings of your son for my family, friends, and neighbors. I love them, everyone. And when I close my eyes, Lord, at the ending of each day, I will praise my Father up in heaven for the gifts he sent my way, for the universe he created, and the lives of those I love. There is nothing greater in my life than my love for God above. Amen. Well, I got my Bible open, my Charles F. Stanley Bible's principle. And they are telling us that there is seven words that will help us to seek God's direction. Number one, cleansing. We need to ask, is there anything in my life hindering me from hearing what you are saying, Lord? And if so, what is it? Cleansing comes by confession, listeners. Number two, surrendering. We must submit to whatever God instructs us to do. And sometimes we find it difficult to move ahead because we want to know step two before we complete step one of God's will. However, we must surrender ourselves to his timing and guidance. Obeying the will of God is both a humbling and an uplifting experience. Number three, asking. Now remember, these are the words that will help us seek his direction. You do not have because you do not ask. And God promises that when we ask according to his will, he hears us. And when we know that he hears us, we know he will answer. Even though the answer may come over a long period of time. Number four, meditating. God promises that his word will be a light to our path. So the more we think about his word, the clearer our path will become. Number five, believing. This is the fifth word that will help us in seeking his direction. In Mark's gospel, we learn that when we ask, we must believe that he is going to give us what we have requested and therefore trust that he will show you what to do. Number six, waiting. God promises that he acts on our behalf when we wait for him. If we run ahead of him and try to fix things on our own, or manipulate circumstances, we will most certainly be disappointed. However, if we wait on the Lord, then our sovereign, divine, omnipotent God will act on our behalf. 
our choice. And number seven, receiving. When we obediently seek the will of God, we can be sure that he'll hear us and give us the wisdom we need to make the right choices. And once we know his will, we have a responsibility to embrace his direction and obey him completely, listeners. You will find great peace and confidence in knowing that you are making choices based on God's guidance. Perhaps no one else will understand or agree with your decision, but you will have heard from the one who matters the most. Amen. The seven words that help us seek his direction are cleansing, surrendering, asking, meditating, believing, waiting, receiving. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Today, we're being blessed. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. And I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Lord, we're ready to hear from you. We know it's been a couple of days that we've heard directly from He Whispers Your Name, a book written by Cherie Hill, but it so eloquently puts your messages into words that are meant directly for our ear. So, listeners, sit back, clear your head, and listen to what our Lord has to say directly to you.
And he says, with all you must deal with on a daily basis, the troubles and temptations, I know that you need rest and refreshment for your soul. When you're weary and overburdened, come to me and I will give you the rest you need. Relieve yourself of the burden of trying to be in control. Ultimately, I am. I am God of the universe. So let me be God of your life. You simply need to rest and trust. Most of the time, you can't fix the problems you face because your situation calls for a miracle the impossible and only I can do that trust me when you're in the midst of chaos and expect me to get you through it not necessarily out of it part of growing your faith is teaching you to be at rest in the midst of all your doubt and fear and it takes great faith to refuse to walk by sight I know what's best for you, even though most of the time, it seems like I don't. And though I may make you wait for the answers to your prayers, my timing is perfect. Wait with patient expectation, resting in me, relaxed and assured that I am at work. I am in control and preparing to bless you in countless ways. Amen. And the Lord also has to say, find rest in me alone. Resting in me provides you with the hope you need to walk in faith. I want you to rest in my presence so that I can confidently, so that you can confidently have hope. Only I can provide all that you need, so there's no use in putting your hope in anything or anyone else. The hope I give you when you rest in me allows you to be filled with the peace you desperately need amid all the uncertainty in your life. Circumstances are always changing, but I never do. If I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever, then there is nothing to worry about, and you can rest in my perfect love for you. Allow me to walk in your circumstances instead of trying to accomplish what only I can. Your soul can find rest when your hope comes from me. I am your rock and your salvation, the one who keeps your feet from slipping. You are secure in my care, and I will shield for you, protecting you against the evil one. As you place your hope in me and rest, my unfailing love will rest upon you. Amen. And one more thing. The 
Lord says. My delays are not necessarily my denials. Sometimes I must redirect your desires so that your motives are right for what you ask. It may seem that what you're asking for is well within my will, but often I must orchestrate finer details to perfect my plan. Don't question my purposes for you. Know that all I do is out of love. Wait upon my guidance and simply take refuge in me until I assure you of the direction to take. I am your fortress, keeping you safe and secure amid the battles that rage within your life. Trust that I am completely sovereign, able to redeem your past, secure the present, and fill you with hope for the future. Though you can't always understand, you can choose to trust in my decisions for your life. I have purpose in everything I do. Though fear threatens to overcome you, challenging your faith and its foundation, you must stay focused upon me at all times. When you are afraid, run to me. I am always ready to help in times of trouble. I will not only be your refuge, but your strength and your song. Amen. Oh, listeners. Oh, listeners. I pray that you listen to these words from God. I always say rewind and hear them again if need be. But they are real and they are true and they yes and they yes 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 they apply to you they apply for your peace amen we'll be back after this break Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden and overburdened, and I will cause you to rest. I will ease and relieve and refresh your souls. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. My soul wait only upon God and silently submit to him, for my hope and expectation are from him. He is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense and my fortress. I shall not be moved. Psalm 62, verse 2. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Psalm 91. Verse 2. 
and from prayers from the wilderness. Gaze up to heaven, clasp your hands together, and pray with me. Father, I praise you as a sovereign God who always keeps his word and who is the author of my restoration. Just as you crafted my wilderness experience, you are now creating the newness which brings me into another season of my life, a time of joy, enlarged territory, and God-directed purpose. Not only are you showing me your plans for my life, you are blessing me with the desires of my heart. Your word says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all other things shall be added unto you. As I strive to be obedient and keep you first, I experience joy as you fulfill my wants and my needs. Restoration is visible evidence that trouble does have an expiration date and new things will spring forth from you. All situations, both positive and negative, have an appointed time and joy does come in the morning. Lord, as you bless me, enter into this new season. I thank you for the experience of my wilderness lessons. No, I did not enjoy the circumstances, but I know I am stronger. I possess the testimony to know what it means to wait on the Lord. I can say it is true. You do provide strength. You do provide encouragement and you do provide reassurance. Father, my heart is filled with the joy of believing in you, knowing you, depending on you, waiting for you, resting in you, and loving you. Learning to keep you first in my life gives me a spiritual focus. I know as I encounter situations throughout my day that you are with me. I realize moving out of my wilderness season into restoration requires a closer walk with you. So please, Lord, do not allow me to fall into the trap of independent thinking. Help me to remember that my life, my hope, and my future is still in your hands. Let me rejoice and be glad I am not alone. I praise you for your plan for my life, the privilege of a new season with you. I praise you for your love that keeps me your thoughts of peace and goodness toward me and the joy of restoration. In the name of Jesus, I give you glory. I give you honor. I give you praise. Amen. Amen. 
John 15, 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Repeat after me, listeners. Without God, we can do nothing. Nothing. Not one thing. It's all from Him. Amen. Where there's faith, there is love. Where there's love, there's peace. Where there's peace, there is God. Where there is God, there is no need. Amen. Now be honest with yourselves, listeners. Look around. Look at all you have. Look at all you've accomplished. Look at all you possess. And you know that you can honestly say you have no need. And that means that God is there with you. Amen. Come back tomorrow. Pray with me again. I'll be here. Look forward to seeing you. Bye for now.